Welcome to the Think Generation of Wealth podcast, episode 34, and I'm your host, Amir Estimo. And today we have another outstanding show for you today where we will be talking, where I will be talking about why you should still leverage your nine to five to build wealth. And I know that's a very interesting topic because a lot of us who probably are in some type of job or some type of field that we're probably tired of our nine to five, right? And well, at least for those who still have a nine to five, because currently with this pandemic, especially here in the States, um, a lot of people are losing their jobs left and right. So for you to still have a job, that should be a blessing. You should be grateful for that. So I'll start off and say that. Second of all, the reason I want to talk about this topic is because for me, for the longest, I have yearned and for me wanting to leave my nine to five. Now, I'll tell you this. It's not that my nine to five is so terrible that I hate it, that I can't stand going to work. Do I enjoy going to work? Probably, if you ask me what percentage, I'd probably say I'm probably about 60%. But the other 40% is I I want the freedom. I realized for myself that I enjoy more uh, having my own business than instead of, or side hustle, just being in control of my own time. I realized with a nine to five, you don't really control your own time. So that's why I think it's important for me, even for the longest, like I said before, that I used to, year, I still do yearn to leave my nine to five. But I had a conversation with a mentor of mine and he said, Amir, listen, you leave your nine to five and he lists a variety of reasons, which I'm going to share with you guys today on this episode. And he said, I'm going to give you some reasons why you should keep your nine to five. Because once you come to entrepreneurship and you become your own business owner, et cetera, and you leave your corporate job, it is a different, different ball game. I don't know if you guys saw the interview, Elon Musk or quote, I seen something like that on Twitter and they asked Elon Musk, what would be the number one, what would be, I think something to the nature of like having a motive, giving someone motivation or how do you motivate yourself as an entrepreneur? And Elon Musk said, if you have to motivate yourself as an entrepreneur, then don't do it because entrepreneurship is not easy and it's different. So I really took that quote and I said, man, between what my my mentor said and then seeing that quote by Elon Musk, as you know what? I'll keep my nine to five until it's time for me to really quit. So today's episode is titled why you should still leverage your nine to five to build wealth. And for this episode or just in general, folks, if you love the content on this, if you love the content on this show, subscribe to it. As every week, my goal is to bring you guys a brand new uh, episode every single week. Also, leave a re, re, uh, leave rate and review the podcast. Oh, I'm having a hard time speaking today. Rate and review the podcast. So if you're on Apple, 
there's that purple app that says podcast. Look for Think Gen Wealth or Think Generational Wealth, and you'll see a black and yellow, like a little a, a light with a, a brain in there. And also, once you do that, then leave a rate and review the podcast because that's how this podcast, this word gets out to people out there. And also, that's how you know the show gets to notice. So my goal is when I created Think Generational Wealth, Think Generational Wealth was the idea of, I think in society is we don't think for the next generation. And as a society, we have not done well with that. So I think for us, any attention you do, you should be thinking about the next generation. Because as as you, I don't know if you guys know, but there was a statistic that says every hundred years, uh, every hundred years, a new generation is born. So when you think about it, um, you know, when you look at it, you know, right now, who me, who I'm considered, quote unquote, a millennial, uh, my generation, now my daughter's 14 year old daughter, her generation is behind me. And I have a four year old, her generation behind me, too. So you think about it, that's two generations there. And I have to think of things of, as far as when I make a move. This has to be with the attention, with me, my alignment and my goal and my brand of think generational wealth. So, again, this episode, I think, is going to be great because of the fact that maybe you have been struggling like me to leave, to want to leave your nine to five. But the question you have to ask yourself is, if you leave your nine to five, will you still be able to survive? Now, I know us all, for the most part, we all have this go-getter mentality. I'm a hustler. I'm a hard worker, yada, 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 right? But if you leave your nine to five and you go out into the world without, you know, now you don't have, because your nine to five gives you that security. So, you know, every two weeks I'm getting a paycheck. But when you go into entrepreneurship, there's not that. You may have months where you are seeing mad cash flow, right? Then you may have another month. It's like it's up and down like a roller coaster. So you got to keep that in mind. And that's what my mentor is sharing with me. He's like, Amir, you got to keep, you got to think of that. So let's get started. Again, leave, rate, and review the podcast. Subscribe if you love the content. We have the podcasts on Spotify, Apple, also Google Podcast, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast, you can find this podcast. So I'm in the process, just on, on a quick note, you may not get an episode next week, but my goal is to still make that happen, if so, because that's my goal for 2021, is to record a podcast every single week, every Friday, 5 a.m. Central Time, drop a new podcast. That's my goal and I want to keep that commitment to you, myself, to you guys. And I want to, st- I want to, I want to um, be able to accomplish this goal. So that means fifty-two Fridays, you should have a new podcast. Okay, so that's my goal. But I'm in the process of probably because I record this podcast on Anchor, and I'm probably going to move this podcast to another platform, um, at least all the 
episodes that I've recorded, 34 episodes. Um, so that may take me a little bit of time to get adjusted to the new to the new platform that I plan on using, which is probably going to be Buzzsprout. I've seen some other ones. I would like for you guys to let me know which ones out there that you guys are using if you're recording a podcast, and you should. And I think podcast gives an opportunity for people to really express their voice, you know, because back in the days when I think of technology and how how advanced technology is today, it is so crazy to know 20, 30 years ago, podcast didn't even exist. It was even hard for us to get our, our to get our voice out there. And now to see we have all these channels, YouTube, social media, podcasting. So I think it's a great thing. So for me is I want to be able to move this to another platform because I want to be able to get more data, be able to get more data and actually to be able to um, really push scale my podcast. So if you're using a particular podcast platform, let me know. Hit me up at thankgenwealth at gmail.com or you can hit me up at amir.estimo at estimoholdings.com or hit me up at any social media platform, Facebook, Amir Estimo, Instagram, the Amir Estimo, Twitter, the Amir Estimo also. And then on LinkedIn, I'm also on LinkedIn, uh, which is Amir Estimo. So Amir Estimo, A-M-I-R, first name, last name, E-S-T-I-M-O. Okay. Usually I have to put that at the end of the podcast, but it's just because I, I would love to hear what people are using. Uh, I'm still in the process of picking out, but I'm I'm looking to go with Buzzsprout for the moment. Okay. So these were the these were some points that my mentor shared with me when it came to leaving my nine to five. He said, for one, you can leverage your nine to five to still generate income while you're building your business or side hustle. And repeat that again. You can leverage your nine to five to still generate income while you're building your business or side hustle. So let me go into that. When you have, again, I think I've stated this already, is when you have a nine to five, you see an income come in every two weeks. You know, you already been programmed in your mind. Every two weeks, I'm getting a paycheck. Okay. Now, once you get that paycheck, what do you do with it? Okay. Now you got bills, you got expenses, you got everyday living things you got to keep up with. If you have kids, that's another ball game within itself too, right? But when you have income coming in and you know you got income coming in every two weeks, you can use that income, at least a portion of it, to build your business and side hustle. So what I mean by that is whether let's say if you want to do, you know, you want to go into an office or you, you know you're going to need certain materials for your business, you can do all that while you are growing your business because your nine to five, you can use some of that income to have expenses for your nine to, for your for your business or your side hustle, right? So when you have income coming in, then you can use that income to make more income. Okay. So that was one thing he shared with me. That's one. Two, 
if you leave your nine to five and let's say you want to scale your business, it becomes harder for you to scale your business to get any type of bank financing if you want to scale your business because now you don't have any income. And I'll give you an example. My chiropractor, a while back ago, me and him was having a conversation. And he was when he started his chiropractor business, he wanted to he went to a bank to try to get a loan. But the problem was is that because he was not he was out of a job for less than two years and he didn't have any income coming in. So you know what happened? The bank denied him the application. So what he basically had to do was all the money while he had his nine to five, because he was studying as a chiropractor under um, another, working at another company until he realized, hey, I can go start my own gig, right? But he didn't have, because he didn't have any income for at least two years, so the bank denied him the application and then he couldn't start, he couldn't get a loan for it. So he had to go into his savings. So going back to point number one, he saved money as much as he can. So that's basically how he got his chiropractic business up and running. Because when you think about it, what he told me was he had to get the table. He had to get, you know, computers. He had to get desks. He had to get all these equipment to get his business up and running. And on top of that, he had to find, put money down on a space. He had to rent a space and he had to put money down on that. So basically that was all pretty much all his, like that was his savings. But if he didn't keep his nine to five and he just went right in and went to launch his own business, it would have been much harder for him. Okay. So the fact that if you leave your nine to five, while, you know, let's say you leave your nine to five and you go try to attain bank financing, it's going to be harder for you to get it. So that's point number two. Point number three, grow your skill sets and learn business skills while you're on the job. So my mentor put this out to me. He said that, okay, you think about it. Let's say like for me, who's in IT and I work in the business side of the company, I'm learning data analytics, but my side hustle is I do data analytics on the side. So he was saying that you can learn how business operates. So you're seeing how the top executives, what are they looking for? What numbers are they looking for to operate and manage the business? Those, you can be doing the same thing. You could be leveraging the same thing Two, you can see what these executives are looking for. You can build more skill sets. So like for me, again, who's in um, IT, I can be learning the tools that the company comes out with. Because when you go out and you have to do that on your own, it's harder, right? So you may not have that access like you used to have, but you can have that access while you are building you're, while you at your job, you can be doing that, what they call on the job training or on the job learning. So while you at work, you're getting paid to learn. You can develop new skill sets, whether it's marketing, whether it's, whether it's business skills, learning how to run a business, learning how to run a team, 
because if you go and start your own business, unless you, you're a solopreneur, you're, you're going to need a team and you're going to have to learn how to manage a team. Right. So that's another reason why. So while you're at your nine to five, you can be doing these things and getting paid for it while you're doing it. Because once you leave your nine to five, once you're comfortable enough to leave your nine to five, then you have established multiple skill sets that's going to take you far once you leave your nine to five. Point number four, use your income to grow your business. So side hustle, meaning while you got income coming in, what do you got to do with your business? You got to market your business. You got to get out there and you got to tell people about your business. You got to tell people about what you do because people won't know what you do if you don't market your business. You can use some of that money, that income that you got coming in and you can market your business, whether it's using paid advertisement, Facebook ads, or you're doing some type of ads or, you know, whatever you need to do for your business, you can use your income to do that which is pretty much the same as kind of like point number one. But the difference, I think, in a sense, is that like if you're doing marketing, you know, you want to market, advertise, because let's say you may have some savings, right? And you leave your nine to five and you have some savings. Now you don't have no income coming in. So it's going to be you're going to it's going to be extremely hard for you to really scale your business because you have no income coming in. And you're dipping into your savings consistently. Okay. So point number five, you still got bills to pay. And when you leave your nine to five, those bills don't stop. They don't care because, oh, I left my nine to five. So now the mortgage didn't got to, the mortgage don't have to get paid no more. Or if you got a car note, or if you got some type of debt, whether it's credit cards, whether the electric bill, water bill, whatever. Here in the States, we got these things. I don't, I don't know. Because I know this podcast is being listened to across all over the world. So you got bills to pay. And if you ain't got no money coming in, guess what? You, your bills can't get paid. And that leads to bad health. That leads to stress. That leads to a lot of, let's say if you're married, that leads to a lot of pressure. That puts a lot of pressure on you. That puts a lot of pressure on your kids. And that's not a great environment to raise kids in. So you want to be... When it's time for you to leave your nine to five, you want to be at least in a really good position, meaning maybe have six to month, six months to a year. I can, for me, I preferably have a year of savings. And I know some may say, well, you need six months. Well, for me is I, I would rather have a whole year to be comfortable. So for example, if you know your expenses are $5,000 a month, right? then you're going to need $60,000 saved up. Now, could you do that 30? Yes. But I, I feel like I don't want to be under pressure to have to make things happen because it may take, because now if you're, if things are starting to run smoothly, things are in, in again, not all the time things are going to run smoothly, right? Things are hiccups are going to happen. You're going to have good months. You're going to have bad months, but if at least for six months, you're seeing the income coming in and your income is surpassing what you're making at your nine to five, it may be for you to scale your business, you need to be able to 
not have your nine to five. I would say at least that's only that's my opinion. I don't you know everybody else is different. I would say at least you would need at least six months to at least see okay how much revenue is being constantly generated because I think three months is not going to cut it. I think anything between three to I think three to two to you know zero to three months is just not going to cut it. Four months, I don't think so either. Because again, you you got to be able to know. Okay, maybe let's say if you're in a business that's seasonal, right? So your business may be really good during season, depending what what, what part of the globe you in. And like, let's say here, in, I can say here in Texas, maybe in the United States, business is booming in the summer, but in the winter, because it's cold. And people don't like going out. People prefer to stay home more, especially now we're in a pandemic. Business is slower in in this winter here in Texas. So maybe your business is seasonal. So you may have really good six months, but then the next six months, it's like up and down, up and down. And you don't want that. So that's why I say at least six months, you can have an idea. You can at least say, okay, after six months, my business is rolling. Things are doing well. I can leave my nine to five. I would even think it takes even much longer than that. Not even six months. It even takes a solid a year to two years to really know, to really get a grasp of your business. So for me, these things he shared with me and I'm seeing it now. And I'm seeing it now because of the fact that it's harder to just want to leave your nine to five. I know it's it's something that you're itching, especially if you're an entre- if you want to be an entrepreneur, you want to grow your own gig, but don't rush to do it because all it's going to do is, especially when you don't have much income coming in anymore and your business is even taking longer to get... I mean, I've seen posts on social media and I can tell you a year ago, two years ago, I would have been like, 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 like comment. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. But I probably think after the last year, some of it because of the pandemic, I said to myself, man, I don't think that's wise to do that because if you do leave your nine to five and you, you leave your nine to five and you don't have much income coming in, it's going to be tough. And I had this conversation with my mentor, and when we were talking about it, he said that's 100% correct because it's a different ball game when you don't have your own business. And guess what that does? When you, I mean, it's just a different ball game when you have your own business. Everything is completely on you. And guess what? One thing people don't realize is you still are going to have people to answer to. And who are those people? Your customers. Because if you're in a service business or you're in a product business, right? And if your customers are unhappy with your product or your service, they're going to leave bad reviews and it's going to hinder your business. So you got to really be mindful. And another thing, especially these days, you got to be mindful is we're living these days and in a time where you go on social media, you say the wrong thing on social media, 
and that will kill your brand. So you have to be really mindful in a lot of that. I mean, it can happen at your nine to five too, but think about it. At least at the nine to five, right? You probably can quit, you know, you get fired from your job. Maybe you can go find another job depending on what was said or done or whatever, how egregious this was. But when you have your business and your brand, that's not easy and that's tough. So, and that will slow your, 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 it will slow your growth to generational wealth, a building generational wealth for the next generation. So keep that in mind, folks. I know that's this podcast. It was a topic that was in my my mind. I thought about it and I really wanted to share with you guys, especially the conversation I've had with my mentor. And I truly feel that it's we're so ready to leave our nine to five because we're tired or whether it's your boss or your manager or whatever it is, or coworkers, all that. But in actuality, it probably is not the best idea. Okay? All right. Again, let me know what you think of this um, episode. Rate and review the podcast on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast. I would love to see. I would love to get some feedback. If it's Apple, check that purple app on your iPhone. If you use Spotify, Google Podcasts on Android, wherever you get your podcast, subscribe to the podcast if you love this content. This is the Journey Podcast. This is the Think Generational Wealth Podcast. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys. If you listen to this podcast, I appreciate you taking the time to listen to the podcast. You can be doing anything, anything, anything. But the fact that you're taking the time to listen to this podcast, I really do appreciate it. Till next week, much love to you guys and positive vibe. Mr. Alex Productions.